Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's well. Happy Sunday for those that are here live. For those that are here any of the week, thanks so much for joining us. This is the beginning in America of a holiday weekend. It's President's Day tomorrow. We will, with God's help, have a show. And we'll talk a little bit about presidents, earlier presidents, that is, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. We ended off last week with this concept of royalty, trying to understand that really what we want in life is within the things that are already in front of us. And if our eyesight is not conditioned to be spiritual, we're not going to ever see it. And so the emptiness that one typically feels, whether it's acute or even just a little emptiness, usually gets filled up with more things. We're not looking for things. We're looking for an experience in life. But we don't know how to get that experience. But when you go to our neuroplasticity, we look for ways to get stuff. And what we've learned growing up is that the way you get the feeling is by getting things. But then we get the things as adults and we don't really feel the depth of what we want to feel. And, and round and round we go. We assume that the feeling that I have is because I don't have the thing. Now, by the way, I don't mean thing like... We're going to the store and buying candy, right? It could be like, I want my children to do this, and they don't. It's a thing. Whatever the thing is. Now, as we grow, hopefully the things we look for are deeper, but they're still things for the most part. As we look into our, our world and we try to go deeper, we find that there's some experience that is right underneath the surface that I have missed. It's not as immediate. I don't feel the hit like I feel physically. When the package comes to my door, I don't get that moment of excitement as I open something up. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. It's so subtle. It comes at a timeline that I can't predict. You ever get that feeling where you're somewhere or you're with somebody and there's something that just happens. You feel connected. You feel happy. There's some depth that comes your way. There's a metaphysical experience. There's a supra physical experience that hits you. You don't, you can't anticipate it. In fact, the more you anticipate it, the worse it is. I remember on one of our momentum trips, I'll never forget this. One of the highlights of the trips is when we go to the Western Wall. For many guys, they've never been to the Western Wall in their lives. Western Wall is a pretty spiritual place. It's the remnant of the temple. It contains some serious spirituality. And for many guys, and should always continue to be, it's a spiritual experience. They feel something different. They, some guys never felt it before. So I'll never forget, I was in the hotel the night after we went to the Western Wall. And there was a guy who wanted to speak with me and he was like bugging out. So I'm like, what's the problem? He's like, I don't feel anything. I'm here. This feels like every other country to me. Like, why is it like, and he was like really having an issue with the fact that he had gone to Israel for the first time in his life. And yet he felt nothing. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, why do you feel nothing for 
So he says, well, my wife went on, on, a, on a momentum trip and she told me when you get to Israel, you're going to feel something different and it's going to feel different and you're going to have a spiritual experience. And like I land and I'm like, here it's now and then it's now and then it's now. And I'm like, yeah, that's the issue. Like you're forcing it. You can't force spirituality. It doesn't work on our timeline. It doesn't hit us when we expect it. That's why people go crazy with it. Because we're so used to expecting things. We're so used, we're so good at like trying to track the moment something happens. If, if our phone delays for more than a second, we're having a panic attack, right? If we turn on our phone and our phone's like, all right, can you give me a second? Like, I got to go to like, you know, outer space and come back. And you're like, what? It's been a second. Like, well, how come it's not turning on? If Waze gives us another second as it does the thing and swiggles around to like, we, we ask it how to get to like, we're trying to ask Waze how to make 7,000 moves with traffic. And we're like, what's taking Waze so long? And it's like, it's been 30 seconds. We're going out of our minds. If we text somebody, if we WhatsApp somebody and we see two blue checks and they don't get back to us within like, we're like, what, you, you, what's, what's going on? Like, what do you mean? Like I checked, texted you. Like, yeah, I know. Like, and I saw two blue checks. They're like, yeah, I was doing something. Like what? That doesn't, that's an excuse. I asked you to respond. Like, I don't understand. You ever call somebody? You ever have someone, call, you know, those people that call, you know, those people that, that I love them. God bless them. When they call you and you don't pick up and they call you back again and again, you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't pick up. Like I was doing something. They're like, why? I called you. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was in the middle of talking to somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I called you. I'm like, no, I, I, I got that. I saw from the phone ringing and I, I know your name. Like I, I, I put the two and two together. Like, why'd you call me three times? Like, no, because I called you. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I got the calling part, but did you get the fact that I am not standing and waiting by my phone for your phone call? Like, no, but I, no, but I called you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. If you're doing something and then it just slows down because the internet gets low, we're having a panic attack. That's why people have such a hard time in spirituality because like, well, I prayed. Like, where is it? I did the thing. Like, where is it? I'm, I, I got it. Like, I, I'm looking for it. I, I want to be more spiritual. Like, I heard it. I heard it. I got the royal thing. Like, I'm in. All right, here goes. I'm looking in the person's eyes. Like, why don't I feel it? Why don't I feel it? Like, I'm, nothing, nothing's changed. It's not how it works. Soul doesn't work like that. Neither does your body, by the way. You don't work out in the gym and then, like, look and see the changes. That's not how growth works. That's not how information works. Just how, just how society works. But it's, it's not real. Real things take time. Real relationships take time. Real food takes time. Right? That's why you can't microwave a real meal. As much as we'd like to. It takes time. Knowledge takes time and Spirituality takes time. It's a process that we go through. And it's a hard process because it, it's a different way. It's a different way completely. When you engage in something that's deeper, you have to be willing to put your life on a different track 
in which the effort and the results are not aligned in any way in which you will ever know. Parenting's like this, where you can pour into a child and see no results for sometimes for 30 years and only get only catch a glimpse of your child as a parent and being like, what, what? Oh my gosh, they heard me? They sound like me. Life's like this. It's not on your timeline. And that's why it gets really hard. This is why we did the world of con- unconditional giving a while ago. Do you remember we did unconditional giving for those that are with me? Yeah, because in order to give, you have to be unconditional. The re- one of the reasons why is not because it's not coming back to you. It'll come back to you. God knows how to run his world. He's not letting people, God's not creating a world where good people can get punished. Nice guys don't finish last. Don't listen. No good deed goes unpunished, right? It's not true. These are disgruntled people that are negative that make up half this stuff. They're having a hard time with their lives. They figure they'll make an expression and make other people miserable as well. It's not true. God runs this world. He knows what he's doing. It's just that we don't have a timeline for it. So when you don't have a timeline for something, if you're expecting it to come back in return, you're going to force it and you're going to ruin it. So if you just give with the perspective of just being unconditional, then you don't got to worry because you just give it. You don't got timeline issues. You just give it and it comes when it comes. The checks come in the mail whenever they come. Like you don't know. Oh, and it, it's a win. You give without expectations and then you don't have to worry. Like, is it coming back? Is it coming back? I said something. How come she didn't say something? And da, 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 da. So you get to just give and then you put it out there. And then one day you wake up and there's something that comes your way. You're like, whoa, that's amazing. So you don't even like, you don't even like, it's not even a quid pro quo anymore. When you start to look at people in the depths of who they are, which we're going to get to this week with God's help. When you start to say, you know what? I want to live a deeper life. And so as opposed to just consuming everything that I can put in my mouth, as opposed to just sort of like taking the silence and filling it with whatever entertainment I can fill just so that there is no silence. As opposed to squashing silence to make sure that my brain has no moments where it can actually think in any level of depth. As opposed to seeing the things in my life for their most surface use. I'm going to try to really look deeper at the people in my life, at the things in my life. I'm going to really try to slow down a drop and to see into somebody else and to listen to them and to be with them and to see the spirituality, the greatness in other people. Forget for what they do for me. Forget listening either to wait for them to stop talking so that I can say something or just to see how this plays out in my life. How does this work for me? How does this benefit me? As soon as I get to that place, you can't get in that place if you're expecting a return. You have to get into a place of depth without the expectation of some tremendous internal feeling. I had someone recently who was doing something very spiritual. And he was struggling because he was like, how come I don't feel it? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. I know we'd like for it to work like that, but it doesn't. 
There are a lot of times you do spiritual things and you don't feel anything, but you do it because it's right. And if you keep on doing that with feeling nothing, then the feeling comes at a time that you're not sure. For those that are familiar with Jewish months, this is a very Indian deep idea that I read in a book called the Sif Oh, Was it the Sif Seifim? Yeah, the Sif Seifim. The months that we just came out of is the months called Shovivim, which are the Torah portions of the past six weeks. Now, the month that we're in is the month called Adar, which is the month of happiness. And the rabbi basically shows how you work hard for six weeks and you return and you become more spiritual. And then all of a sudden in the next month, you get these feelings, these connection points. It doesn't happen in the timeline that you think. You do it in this month, it comes in this month. You do it in this period, it comes in that period. You do it because it's right. You don't wear royal garbs because it looks good. You wear the royal garbs because it's right, because you're a part of a kingdom. You don't look at the person next to you in a deeper way because it's going to make you feel good. You do it because it's right, because they are also a bit of energy. And they also are connected to a deeper plug. And they deserve someone to look at them for who they are, not for how they can help you. The people in our lives deserve somebody looking at them for deeper than what they do for us. The things in our lives deserve that thing, the time in our life. Life deserves depth. We don't look at depth because it serves our needs that are now spiritual, which is really basically saying, if I feel good at physical and I can feel better spiritual, then this is great. That's just more me. That's just me saying, well, I'd love to feel good, but now I can feel even better whatever yeah i'm in for that and it costs me less i can feel better and it costs me less yeah what do i gotta do sign me up what line is that line that's not how it works in the spiritual world the spiritual world doesn't work like that it works like i give because it's right i don't expect it to come back i do it because it's right that's the way i'm supposed to live that's the way i'm supposed to act that's the way i'm supposed to react to this world i'm supposed to be deep in this world because i'm a soul too I don't have to be a body. I don't have to be walking around with my hind legs up trying to consume the world. I don't care what the world around me is pushing me towards. And when it's right, and you know it's right, and you do it because it's right, just doing it because it's right, because it's deep, because it's it's something beyond. Just trying to take our own iPhones, if you will, and plug it into the outlet every single day in every single way. That's it. That's the that's the job. How do I plug into this experience? How do I plug into this food? How do I not consume my food like a vacuum cleaner? That's the idea of blessings. You're supposed to bless the food before you start. And then when you're done, it's not because God's like, hello, remember me? God's like, God's cool. He's not complex. He's like, no, for you, for you, it's a blessing. Yeah, the food's a blessing. Yeah, no, for real, it's a blessing. I'm not joking. Just because you have a lot of it in your and you're covered in your fridge doesn't make it less of a blessing. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Eat like a soul eats. The warmth of our homes, the the things in our lives, the things that we do. We're not doing them because it's going to give me some deeper feeling. We're doing it because it's right. 
that's what it means to be royal. It means you live for others. That's what it means to be a king or a queen. It means that you are property of the masses. That means you are, your life is tied into your people. And you see it with leaders. You see it with leaders. You're not, you're not upset that the guy down the block is totally selfish, but if your leader, government or, or otherwise, is selfish, it drives you insane. You're not upset when you go to a store that someone's thinking of themselves and trying to get the best thing out of you. You're not like getting an email and being like, what? They're trying to like do what to me? But if your communal leader or your government leader or your familial, right, your family leader is doing that, it drives you insane. You know why? Because if someone's a leader, you expect them to be thinking about you. That's what leadership is. And when they don't, it drives you nuts. It drives people nuts. Because as soon as you stop thinking about me, you're not a leader. And if you're not a leader, but you're in a leadership position, that's not justice. And my brain can't handle the cognitive dissonance that that just forms. So I react against that. Because leaders are supposed to be thinking about us. That's the responsibility of leadership. That's the responsibility of stewardship. Well, guess what? We're all leaders. We're all put in this world to influence somebody and something every day. God doesn't create a world that's hierarchical. And even if you see hierarchy, it's just, it's just roles. In God's world, every single human being has the ability to change the world. Just how you define world. And me and you have this incredible responsibility every single day. It's a responsibility to look at the things in our lives and find depth, to light the world up from our own energy source, to find the unification moments in each of our things and to find somebody else and unify with them. Because maybe, just maybe, your eyes may be bringing somebody else a little bit of fire they never had before. Maybe the person that you see every day at work really has nobody ever bringing their phone to the outlet and their whole lives is on battery power. But maybe because you are able to get connected to the outlet and you are able to see something else and somebody else, you don't got to sit down and have a seven-hour psychology from them just by looking at them and seeing them for more than what they do, for more of their hands. Maybe you're bringing some power and energy to their lives that they can't articulate and you can't articulate. But that's, that's, that's what we're here for. It's right. Take responsibility. That's what we do. We'll get it back. We'll get it back. We'll get it back. We can't wait for it. We can't expect it. Because that's when we get all these problems. That's where it gets even worse, by the way. It gets much worse. The fight between two friends where one friend did a whole bunch of things for the first friend and never got a response is much worse than when each friend doesn't do for each other. It's much worse when you give and give and give and don't get, take it back. It ends up leading to down a road that's so much even more potentially challenging than a road in which you just 
live for yourself. That's why some people live for themselves because they don't even want to go down that road and be disappointed. They don't love because they're scared to get hurt. They don't give because they're scared to not get it reciprocated. It's easier to play it safe. We're not in this world to play safe. We're in this world to light it up. And we don't got to become the biggest influencers and the biggest clergy and rabbis and leaders. We don't got to do that. We just got to be us. Just look, what's, just look what's around us every day and try to go a little bit deeper. All right, we'll spend some time this week on really practically what that means. But we got to want it. When you want something, it comes. When you want it, God brings us insights to understand it. Let's start first by wanting it. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Have a wonderful day. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.